Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hoglin and I am the creator and founder. This podcast covers every aspect of conscious leadership and the conscious leadership code. And if there is a particular example or angle or subject you would like an episode on, please reach out and let me know and I will create it specifically for you. Hi, Conscious Leaders listeners. This episode is around listening and it has come about because I have found myself twice this week interrupting people that are talking and wanting to get my point of view across before they had finished, which I have to admit is really unlike me. I am a good listener. I've trained myself to listen well. So, of course, me being me, I have analysed why I've done that, which has resulted in this podcast. Now, one for sure, I know that I interrupted because the person talking in my world, and please hear this, was using far too many words. Far In my world, they were too elaborate in their description of what they were talking about, which in my world was unrequired. Now, I'm saying my world because in that particular instance, there was conflict in the air. Um, And when we are in conflict, our communication style for most of us changes. And I know I was in conflict at that particular point. So I just wanted to stop him, stop him talking to get my point of view across because I knew the answer. So I just wanted to save time. Uh, if anybody wants to talk to me many more about this, I'm a um, consultant, a qualified consultant to do the strength deployment inventory, which is one man's life work on how we communicate when things are going well and then how we change when we're in conflict. And it does affect us. and It affects us, some of us a lot, some of us not too much. It's a questionnaire you can complete. If anybody's interested, reach out and contact me. But because I noticed myself doing it, and I am normally very good with my communication skills, listening skills, summarising, paraphrasing, articulation, I've trained myself to be good. I thought, well, this is interesting. Let's do an episode on listening. So let's have a look at it. So let's have a look, if you like, of the process of listening And all of this, when we really think about leadership, conscious leadership, communication, building relationships, earning income, being promoted, one of the key skills we have to develop is listening. And one of the key skills we have to develop is being able to communicate effectively, which isn't about us. It's about how the other person receives us. There are changes required Um, bad habits we get into. So let's have a look through this. So if we are a really good listener, we can become more attuned to the needs and the perspectives of others. And when we are listening well, we can facilitate collaborative and inclusive leadership styles. When we listen well, it gives us clues and and that can help us in supporting people And it can also help us and support us in challenging people and challenging the status quo. Um, It allows us to open up and listen, to be more open 
to other people's viewpoints and different ideas. So we don't shut people down because it's not our idea. We don't shut people down because that's not how we would do it. We are open to, so it improves us. It increases our viewpoints, um, adds in all sorts of diverse opinions, thoughts, ways of being. Of course, that's how we grow and develop. So let's have a, a look at this, the process of listening. And we can break this down into several key stages. We receive information. The sound waves reach our ears. We then, or they are then, translated into nerve imp impulses, which are then sent to the brain. So we receive the information. Now, of course, we receive a lot of information, millions of bits of information per second, per minute, millions. So we receive it. And then what we do is we decode it. So our brain, our being, maybe our intuition, our gut, interprets the signals that it's received. And we attempt to make sense of the words and the phrases that have been used. And of course, what we're also getting at this point, we hear the words, we hear the sound, depending on how much attention we are paying, we get the visual cues as well. So the body language, the facial expressions. And when we are receiving and decoding, we're basically listening to the words, although they are not the most important part. We're listening to the tone and we are looking at the body language, especially if we're face to face. But of course, this works online as well. Over the phone, we've got the words and the tone. And of course, if we know the person, we know what they look like, but we can't physically see them. So face to face communication is always the best if we can do it. So we receive it, we decode it, and when we decode it, it goes through all of our life filters. Um, and some of those life filters will trigger us into not listening, to interrupting, to turning off. There's all sorts of things. So this is not going to go, this episode is not going to go into any of that detail. I'll do that in another episode. The third stage is that we understand. So we start to comprehend the message that we have received and we do that by connecting the information to our existing knowledge or experiences and that's all part of the filtering process and then we evaluate what what we have received now we're doing this all of this in the moan in sorry in the main without even knowing we're doing it so we evaluate so we assess the information we assess the credibility, we assess the relevance, we assess the words that have been used, we evaluate it. And then when we are listening really well, we respond. When we're not listening so well, as I didn't do this week, we react. And my interrupting, talking over, shutting someone down was a reaction rather than my normal response. And there's a big difference between reaction and response. Reaction is a, in the moment, we've gone through the processes, we've heard what's been said, or we've, we've heard of the sound of what's been said and we react to it. We don't think about how we are going to respond, we react naturally, which isn't always the best way to do. When we respond, we've assessed, we've evaluated, we have responded with an appropriate response, which may be different words, different tone from what we would react with, especially when we're in conflict. 
And then if we're listening well, we would remember what has been said. So we retain it and we've understood it, we've evaluated it and we retain it for future reference. And when we're remembering conversations, remembering what people have said to us, it's going into it's going into our mind, into our brain at a deeper level. So when you think about leadership, when we get listening right, we become a better leader, pure and simple. My belief, you can't lead well if you're not a good listener. So I was also thinking about what, how does this affect, how does our listening affect our intelligence? How does it affect our learning? And how does it affect our earning income? Because of course, everything is connected. You'll hear me say this a lot. Everything is connected. Nothing sits in isolation. So our personal skills, absolutely 100%, go with our intelligence, our learning, and our earning income, our career growth, our relationships, our businesses. It all fits together. So let's have a look at listening and intelligence. If we listen really well, we develop a deep understanding of the thing that is being spoken about. And it enables us to absorb and process the information we're receiving more effectively. When we do that, we enhance our cognitive abilities. We enhance our thinking abilities. Now, thinking about that, you're thinking, and I know there's more to it than that, how you think will affect your success. How you think affects every result that you get. And critical thinking And this is only one type of thinking. I'm actually currently writing a book and I'm going to call it success thinking because it's what we all deserve and it's what we all need. Um, And plus, most of us want to be successful, whatever that success means for you. So I'm writing the book on it. But critical thinking is one type of thinking. And you can only critically think when you have a higher level of intelligence because you are assessing things one against the other. So when you listen attentively and you remember it, you take more information in. You can analyse and evaluate the information critically, which is a sign of intelligence. So listen well, improve your intelligence. And of course, if we listen well and we critically analyse and think about it, we are going to learn more. When we listen, actively listen, and for those of you that have done this, you will know When you're first learning to listen really well, you will be tired at the end of the event, at the end of the session, at the end of the meeting, without doubt, because your brain is actively listening. You're not thinking about anything else. You're not going off on that wander that our minds do. And of course, listening and learning, we become more adaptable. Because we are bringing on more skills and we are opening ourselves up to acquiring new knowledge, which then fosters continuous learning, it fosters our personal growth. So let's move on to, if it it increases our personal growth, apologies for that stammer then, um, how does it affect our earning income? Of course it does, because if we know more, learn more, utilise our intelligence, increase our intelligence, we have the potential for career growth. If you think about professional career development, and rising up the ranks. Let's just go for the fact we're in business. We are, you know, maybe we are employed, but rising up the ranks, how are you going to do that? By effective listening. But also think about if you are building a business, effective listening, because you're going to need to listen to your, any, 
any and all stakeholders, you're going to need to listen to them. Your client relationships are based around building the relationship to build any relationship, client, personal, and any other relationship, family, you need to listen, actively listen. I mean, I'm going to say this, how do you feel when people don't listen to you? How do you feel when people are shutting you down, talking over you? It's not a good feeling, is it? So if people are doing that to us, let's us not do that to them. I've given myself sort of a a bit of a smack around the head this week because I have actually done it twice. So clearly I am, well, I know I was in conflict. And then listening and building relationships, and I've already mentioned this, but conflict resolution, conflict management. I managed the situation this week and it didn't cause conflict between me and the other person, but it could have done. But because I am a effective communicator, I basically apologised, let them continue talking or encourage them to continue talking. And then I responded rather than react. So I, um, what's the right word? I repaired the situation before it got any worse because I recognised it for what it was. So let's have a look at some of the types of listening because we do listen differently depending on where we are and what we're doing. So we listen appreciatively. So we are listening for enjoyment and pleasure. We are listening because we appreciate what we're hearing. And that could be through, um, you know, listening to music, listening to poetry, listening to a humorous podcast, listening to an audible book that is for pleasure, which we can, of course, we can still learn from, but it's not a deep learning experience. We can listen for information. So we listen with the intent of understanding and learning new information. So if we are on a mastermind or if we are being coached or whether we have a mentor, whether we take ourselves off to a seminar, we are listening to gain information. And this is really common in, for want of a better word, any educational setting that you are in including lectures, seminars, which could be for business, could be for, you know, gaining a qualification and many more options. You know, this this could be at your annual conference if you're in work, or this could be you sat in the audience learning from a mentor that you are thinking of engaging. So we are learning, we are listening for information. We listen critically. So we listen and why we listen, we evaluate and analyse what is going on. So we may again be in an audience or be in a meeting and we are listening to people's contributions and we are critically listening. We're evaluating what is being said. We are looking to understand the underlying messages, meta messages. I'm recording um, the leadership voice, the art of transparency. I'm going to be talking about meta messages in that. That will be on my website. But we evaluate against our existing knowledge or criteria. And when you truly know and understand communication and listening, you will hear the underlying messages. Now, when you're a good and effective individual with communication, you may ask if that's what the person meant. And many don't. And this is where misunderstandings can be can be very real. We empathically listen. So we're listening to understand how the person that is talking to us feels. We are listening to understand or to gain a feeling for their emotions and their perspectives, which, of course, will not be the same as ours. 
we listen and very often it would involve offering support and understanding rather than giving advice or providing a solution. How many of you do that? I do that sometimes because it's so much quicker and it's not always suitable. Um, active listening. Now, active listening is the one where you will come out of this tired. When you actively listen, you suspend all other thought in your head. You are fully concentrating on what is being said. You know those little thoughts where you go off shopping or you pick a new pair of shoes or you fill your car up with petrol that enter your head when somebody's talking? With active listening, that doesn't happen. And this is where the tiredness comes in. So again, think about how you listen. And again, you have to learn how to do this. You have to teach yourself how to do this. That is not a natural listening style. So let's have a look at the levels of listening. Listening's a huge skill, you know, massive skill. So let's have a look at the levels. And the lowest level is, is what is classified as cosmetic listening. Oh, great sound. Great title, isn't it, really? Um, and it's superficial. You may appear to be listening, but you're not really. You might be nodding your head, but I doubt you're even doing that. You might be staring at the person, but you're not really listening. It's a really superficial level. Conversational level, um, you may grasp the basic points of the conversation and you might be preparing your response or your reaction whilst the other person is still speaking rather than fully engaging with what's being said. And this is what I semi did the other day. I knew what was being said. I had prepared my response, my reaction, because I wanted them to stop talking. <laughs> oh, not good. Not good at all. Um, active listening. We've already spoken about that, so I'm not going to go too, um, too much further on that. But you're fully engaged, basically. You are giving them your undivided attention. And with active listening, you would possibly, depending on the situation, providing them feedback because you are wanting to show understanding or you may be asking questions to seek clarification if you get the opportunity. Now, deep listening on top of active listening is profound. So I've said active listening is the top level. Active listening comes in its own different levels. And when you actively listen deeply, you are 100% looking at and understanding not only what is being said, but what is not being said. And you're also picking up on the non-verbal cues, you're picking up on the emotions, you're picking up on the intentions behind the words spoken. When you get to this level, good coaches are at this level, good trainers are at this level, good facilitators are at this level. They can dip into this really easily and many can't. So thinking about why we listen, the types of, of listening, the levels of listening, it's one of these skills that we absolutely 100% have to develop. Otherwise, we are not going to be an effective communicator. Our relationships will suffer and it will affect our results. So I then thought I'd just share on this about why some people do interrupt during conversations, why some people don't listen. Um, you know, I'm a good listener and I fell foul this week. So why don't we listen? Because we're impatient. We may not want to wait for somebody to finish their, 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 their sentences. 
especially if they are talking in a different language. And I don't mean a different language as in English versus French or Spanish versus Italian, but it's the different language of the motivational value systems. And we speak differently because of our value systems. Another reason we can interrupt is because we're just excited. We are excited about the topic. We're excited about the subject and we just want to get our experiences out. And we don't always consider other people. Another reason we interrupt because we do not have those active listening skills. Another reason we interrupt is because we want to be in charge. We want to be in control. We want to be dominant. Another reason we interrupt is because we are competitive by nature. And if we are competitive in nature, we might interrupt because we want to be sure that our point of view is heard, especially if the conversation is moving quickly. Cultural norms, pure and simple, some cultures interrupting seem as normal part of a dynamic conversation. It actually shares um, and demonstrates a sense of engagement and active participation rather than it being considered rude. So again, be, be conscious of who you are talking with. <laughs> Lack of awareness tickle, tickles me pink. Lack of awareness because we are just not aware. We don't know that we are interrupting. So if you ever see people looking at you weirdly or, you know, I don't know, they could be kicking you under the table, please be conscious that you may not be aware that you've interrupted and it becomes a habit. But of course, it has an impact on others. Another reason people can can interrupt, you know, because they're anxious or nervous. They just have to get their message out, which is sometimes to relieve their own tension. Sometimes they it will they are um, interrupting because they believe it re will relieve the tension within the dynamic, within the group, within the call, within the or, you know wherever they are. And quite often, people will interrupt because they are wanting to help. They have a solution. So they offer you the solution. Now, of course, if we're actively and deep listening, we may have the solution for us, but it may not be the solution for the other person. But it comes, the interruption comes from a good place. It comes because they genuinely want to help or you genuinely want to help. Sadly, that can cause conflict when advice and support isn't requested. It is one of the proven conflict creation activities that we get involved in. So thinking about, and again, if you're an interrupter, think about why you do it. Analyze yourself. It's one of the best ways to start to learn. Ask for feedback from people. And learning to really listen, really listen, truly listen, actively deep listen is a skill that does require conscious effort and practice. So let's have a quick look at a couple of steps. So step one, 100% self-awareness. Be aware of how you communicate. Be aware of how you listen. Develop your own skill set linked to your own self-awareness. Ask for feedback. Creating step two is creating a supportive environment. So think about the environment where you're in. If you're talking, walking up a stairs or at the water cooler or by the coffee machine or, you know, you're, you're trying to grab a conversation with somebody who's hurrying to get away to another meeting that is not a supportive environment to create good listening so think about your physical environment and make sure it's conducive minimal distractions is what you're looking for step three give your full attention 
focus entirely on the person that's speaking. No multitasking, no getting lost in your own thoughts. You are giving full attention to the person that is speaking. Look for the nonverbal cues. This is where you start to read between the lines. You know what is not being said. When you get to this level, it's, it's so, so intuitive, but you know, you just know. So you, you're understanding what people aren't saying. You're looking for their verbal cues and the nonverbal cues, eye contact, nodding, um, body language. You're assessing it all to really listen in to what's being said and what's not being said. And you hold fire on any judgments. You make no judgments. All of your biases are out the window because you are totally focused on the person that is speaking. If you are making judgments, it means your head is going into yourself. Your brain, your thinking is going into you. So to suspend and hold all judgment is really, really powerful. Seeking clarification. If the person that's speaking to you that you're listening to, you don't understand or something's unclear, ask clarifying questions so that you do understand. And that will give them the knowledge that you are seeking to understand, which is very powerful. Provide feedback. Uh, before you provide feedback, ask permission if the person that's speaking wants any feedback. If they've not asked for feedback, you either ask permission and they may say yes, but they also may say no, they don't want it. So again, this will depend on your relationship. It will depend on the situation. But think about how will you provide feedback? And again, there's a big skill set linked around providing really good feedback. And I'll say now there's only two types of feedback, praise and constructive. And then step eight, reflect on your own practices. So reflect on how well you've listened. Think about what went well and what you could have improved on. Think about how it has left you feeling. Think about what you can remember from the conversation. It is almost the first step to self-awareness is reflecting on ourselves. And I think for this episode, that is probably enough on listening. I could, I could talk a lot more on this subject and I will spread it out over a few episodes linked into communication as well. So thank you for listening. If you have found this helpful, please pass it on. If you find the podcast helpful, please leave me a review. Please share it. I really do want to get this message of conscious leadership globally out there. This world needs to change um, and we can only change it one person at a time. And that's what I'm trying to do. Well, that's what I am doing. You can tell me, give me some feedback on this podcast. So thank you very much. And once again, if there's anything you want me to talk about, to discuss, let me know. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. And if you have found it useful, please leave a review. And if you have found it useful, please share it with others that will find it useful as well. If you want to know more about my publishing, please follow me through to the Amazon author page. And if you would like to follow me on any of my other social media channels, please do which also includes a YouTube channel.